Hello, beautiful people. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Probably the awesome here reporting. Reporting. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I've made myself a half live show, I guess. Coming to you straight from Denver, actually, or at least one of the little towns in Denver. Today's reading is October 5th. Beautiful here, by the way, guys. I'm enjoying my visit, although it was freezing last night or at least my impression of freezing, which was under 50. I'm not ready for winter or fall, I guess. (laughs) I like fall colors, but not fall temperatures. Okay, here we go. Garson Healer says, guilt is the gift that keeps on giving. Some of us live with terrible guilt. We believe we are the source of all problems, that everything wrong is our fault. That is a bit extreme. We all feel guilt at times, some of it productive, but no one is that guilty. Guilt shows we care. We feel bad when we do or say something that goes against our value system. But to feel guilty about every problem, every mistake, every accident is a sign we expect too much of ourselves. We become paralyzed and unable to change and make amends. And in recovery, we are learning we are not responsible for everyone. Our first responsibility is to ourselves. We are learning to distinguish between healthy and unhealthy guilt. Excessive guilt need not be our legacy. God created us as humans, not gods. It is our nature to be imperfect. When we begin to accept ourselves and our mistakes as normal, our freedom is within our grasp and we put a halt to the cycle of guilt. Today, let me know when guilt is warranted. Help me believe that I am not always guilty. This is a fun topic, huh? Feeling guilty? I peeked at the reading. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And I don't mind telling you when I do or don't. And guilt shows up for me usually in regards to other people. Sometimes I feel guilty with myself if I don't achieve everything I want to achieve or if I have a lazy day or if I have, you know, too much ice cream, I guess, or sweets for that matter. Or I'm trying to think of times I feel guilty. They just, they mostly seem relative to other people for me. You know, I feel guilty if I don't get to Connecticut as much as maybe my mom would like. I feel guilty being a little hardcore sometimes and putting up boundaries. Like, I still feel guilt about that. I can't control the guilt as much as I would like to in those cases, you know, because I want to, I want to help. I want to be able to meet other people's needs. But I like that this reading calls out guilt shows up when we do something that goes against our value system. I needed to hear that this morning for sure because, well, first let me back up and address. Like when it comes to other people, we want other people, well, I want other people to feel good or I want to meet their needs. And sometimes their needs go against my value system, especially if it's someone in recovery, right? This gets tricky is, for example, I've been working with a couple of different people and it's their recovery, but I'm trying to be a resource. And I feel guilty if I'm not checking in with them daily or tracking them down. But really, that's not my role in their recovery. My role is to be there when they need me to be, 
to be someone that they have to check into and be accountable to, to help. I can't own all of their stuff and I can't feel guilty if they stumble or whatever. Like I can't control all of that. Again, the hidden serenity prayer when it comes to some of this stuff. But back to the value system. So it's really interesting because last night I had a conversation that made me a little uncomfortable. The premise is, this is one of those things where I'm proud and happy to say that I have people in my life that we don't necessarily need to agree on everything, but we can hear each other when we speak. So in this particular case, my friend who I've had some pretty in-depth, meaningful, difficult conversations on some topics, she doesn't agree with something that I do because she's been hurt by it before. And she's 100% right to feel the way she she does. And I had made a commitment that I would change a behavior. And I actually, I called it a loophole last night when we were talking. It's like, well, I want to change that behavior except for in this situation. And she kind of called bullshit on me. And I was feeling guilty. I was feeling like shit. You know, like this is just, not good. I don't feel good that I'm hurting one of my friends by doing this behavior, not directly, but in premise, because it doesn't align with her value system. So as I read this reading, I think I got the gift of this statement when we feel bad or say something that we feel bad, guilt shows we care. Like we feel guilty when something goes against our value system. So the clarity I'm getting around this is My guilt, I didn't have guilt around this behavior because it aligned with my value system, but I'm having guilt because it doesn't align with hers. And I realized this morning, I don't need to feel guilty. I'm living my life the best way I know how and I'm doing what I need to do. And I'm all for giving explanations, you know, or sharing my side. But there was actually a point in the conversation when I looked at her and I was like, you know, you're right. And, and I'm not going to give you feedback back only because it would be like defending myself. And I don't need to defend myself because I actually agree with what you're saying. I may not apply it because in this one small situation, I'm okay with it. And um, I'm trying to think of a, a, a good way to explain what I'm talking about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to using this as an example about food because food just seems to be I guess it's because I'm eating so many sweets on this freaking trip. And I do feel a little guilty about that. But I also know I'm going to go back and get back to my normal life where there's no good junk food in my house. And I'll be back at a regular routine of wellness and fitness and, you know, everything from being able to do my meditations pretty regularly to eating and working regularly. So I'm giving myself some grace because why would I ruin my trip to feel guilty? So anyway, so let's use this as an example. So let's say that this friend I'm talking about is a major fitness guru, right? Like she totally doesn't, she doesn't eat sugar. She eats all her vegetables. There's no processed food. She just does everything by the letter. And that's the way she lives her life. And that's the way she believes other people should live their life. And she believes other people should live their life that way because she cares about them. Like it's important to her that other people don't get hurt or, you know, get sick or whatever. And for the sake of argument, we'll say that I told her, you know, I had four lemon cakes when I was in Kansas City, which is true, but it was served with ice cream. 
So I'm going to give myself an out there. So even though I agree with her that I shouldn't be eating four lemon cakes and having ice cream every day, you know, like it's not a food group. Ice cream is not a food group. And one of my heroes, Dr. Amen, you know, he has it on his do not, his hundred foods of do not eat because they're bad for the brainless. So there's some guilt associated with that because I know it's wrong. Well, not wrong. It really doesn't line up with me wanting to have good brain health and physical health and mental health. So she's right, right? So what am I going to say? No, I shouldn't eat ice cream, but then go back and do ice cream. No, I'm going to be honest and say you're 100% right, but I may still have ice cream because it aligns with my value system right now that I'm on. I'm in this vacation place. And as hard as I've been working on everything that I've been working on, you know, my personal development, my job, my, you know, the things that I've been working on this last year, healing. I mean, how much freaking healing have I done without masks, like without aids such as alcohol and and gambling and I've done the work. So yeah, I feel a little bit like my vacation trip is kind of a reward. And don't get me wrong, this has not been all vacation. I'm taking meetings and I'm sitting with you guys every day and I'm working on things that'll help me when I get back. So it's not a hundred percent slack off time. So I'm not gonna feel guilty. And like I I feel like I need to participate in the activities that keep moving my life forward, even though I'm away trying to goof off. So we were not aligned in this and I feel okay about it today. I didn't last night, you know, and, and the same thing happened when I got here. I shared with you, you know, that I'm making people uncomfortable because I had been bouncing around the country. And even though I had my mask on and even though I was trying to be safe, it still makes other people stressed out. So I feel guilty about their stress because COVID's a serious thing. And, you know, people are getting sick. People are dying. People are at high risk in my life. I have a lot of people that, you know, are in the population of risk. And that does align with my values. So I'm kind of okay feeling guilty about that and learning from it. Like I shared with you, the other day about being, I felt like I was being selfish once it was pointed out to me. And that's, guys, if you have people in your life that have the courage, and and it really does take courage and compassion and caring, if they actually love you enough to tell you the truth, even when you don't want to hear the truth, because it's important to them, like embrace that, right? Don't be Wow, dickhead was the first word that came to mind. Like, don't be a dickhead and shut them off. Like, listen, you don't have to agree. You don't have to agree. But it's important to nurture our relationships and let people feel heard and valued and that their opinion matters. And like literally in this example I'm giving you, it's a matter of life and death. Their opinion absolutely does matter. And if I'm making people sick because they're stressed, like not COVID sick, but just sick because they're stressed out because of my actions, I'm absolutely going to feel guilty about that. Also have to make sure that I'm not repeating the behavior. Otherwise, it's for nothing. You know, people are being brave and telling you how they feel. It's really important that we validate their feelings. And it could be through our actions or it could be just through listening. Somebody said that to me yesterday. You know, we're sitting on a, a park bench and my girlfriend's telling me a story about... Uh, she was uncomfortable driving this big vehicle and her boss wasn't hearing her and someone else and her employee was 
using the same vehicle and she thinks that they had an accident and that they're uncomfortable with the vehicle as well. And because they were uncomfortable, she felt validated. But when her boss was trying to help her learn the new vehicle, she kept saying, oh, it's no big deal. Oh, it's easy. Oh, whatever. But she had no idea what my friend was feeling. My friend had been in a car accident in the past. My friend was stressed about the equipment. And this was, again, another learning to me. I appreciate her telling me, you know, I felt validated once this other person struggled too. And sometimes that's why we pay attention to other people so we don't feel alone. You know, we've talked about the judgment piece or looking at other people to make ourselves feel better, like we're better than. But what about looking at other people and finding the similarities just so we don't feel as alone on things? So she was grateful to not feel alone in the uncomfort of driving this vehicle. So that was another example. It was also a a rude awakening for me because I've been in the boss's position before and I've had people that haven't been comfortable driving the equipment that they had to drive. And, you know, I was a very black and white boss. I've been a very black and white boss most of my career. And I remember being like, excuse me, if you're not comfortable driving like this vehicle, like this is the standard. If you're not comfortable with this and this is your job, you know, you need to be professional. Well, then maybe this isn't the job for you as opposed to trying to work through somebody's feelings like that. Because I was very black and white. Well, everybody drives this piece of equipment. You need to drive this piece of equipment. And I don't know that that was right or wrong because in that particular case, it was you know, we have, as a big company, you have to stay consistent across your employees and whatever. But as a human element, I could have done a better job, I think, in many situations. And when it comes to driving vehicles, people's safety are at risk, of course. So that was valuable to me to have that conversation and to learn from that. The other interesting thing was in this conversation about the things that I'm doing that don't align with my friend's values, she in the conversation, so we're like, this is one of my flaws. So we'll use the, you know, the food example again. So this is one of my flaws. I'm eating dessert and that doesn't align with your values. She in turn had said she didn't want to exhibit a certain behavior anymore. She wanted to make some changes and she wasn't making the changes. But this next level, which has nothing to do with guilt, was it was fine. She didn't make the changes. Like that was my perspective on it. it was like, okay, well, you know, let's say she wanted to quit drinking or, or she's told me in the past, you know, I want to quit drinking, blah, blah, blah. And then she's drinking. Like, who am I to say or to try to make her feel guilty because she's not doing what she wanted to do or what she's expressed wanting to do, right? It's not my place. And, and I'm not going to try to make her feel guilty for her choices. That's another component of this friendship stuff, guys, like, or the people we love or support or our relationships. We shouldn't be trying to put guilt on other people as well. As someone who, <laughs> the other thing that just showed up for me right now was when I was gambling, it's a form of manipulation, but I can remember doing this to, at the very least, Davey, but probably my mother and anyone else that I'd want to, to get my way. As an addict, I'd manipulate and make 
the other person feel guilty. Like Davey, well, you didn't let me go, you know, we haven't been to the casino in so and so long. And oh, I've had such a hard week and blah, blah, blah. So I'd make him feel guilty about not letting me go, which would in turn get him to say yes. Now it didn't align with his values for me to go say, you know, in the context of, of this conversation, but his values of keeping his wife happy and letting her do what she wanted, aka gamble or, you know, go to the casino or do whatever made him feel more guilty than sticking to his boundaries. And I think the reading, oh, I moved the book. I think the reading said something about our personal boundaries. Well, let me look at it again because I thought that was another important piece. In recovery, we're learning we are not responsible for everyone. Our first responsibility is to ourselves. We're learning to distinguish between healthy and unhealthy guilt. So the boundaries piece and taking care of ourselves is crucial, you know? And so in the example of Davey, you know, getting him to feel guilty or to let me go, he wasn't taking care of himself in that case, right? He wasn't doing his values and staying true to him because I was manipulating him. And this is why we talk about, even if you're not the addict and you know an addict, you should go get help so that you learn how to have your boundaries and not feel guilty when the addict is manipulating you. And this isn't just for spouses, you know, or significant others. I have a couple friends that their best friends, there's a boy and a girl and the boy, man and woman, whatever, they're best friends. And the man has, it could be said, a gambling problem or and a drinking problem. And the other friend cares so greatly, the woman cares so greatly about him and it impacts her, but she she's not equipped all the time with the tools to handle it so that she doesn't feel, I don't want to say, I don't know that she feels guilty, but so that she could protect herself and her boundaries, you know, and she's done a good job of doing it without the help of like a, a Gaminon or an Al-Anon, but she definitely has some struggles with this and she has to take care of herself and her boundaries. And unfortunately, their friendship isn't the way it used to be because of those boundaries. And if that's what it takes so that she has a healthy, good life, then she's 100% in the right. And I, I'm going to call that out to you guys too. You know, you may be having, and it could be, like I said, it could be a significant other. It could be your child. It could be just a friend. You know, let's say that you had a friend that loves to go to the casino every Friday for bingo, whatever. You can't go support that. Okay. So when I was gambling, when I quit gambling the first time, I used to send keychains to my mother every time I got my clean time. I sent her my 30 day. I didn't send her my 60 day because it glue in the dark and it was really badass and I really liked it. But I sent her all my keychains and she would wear them and she would wear them proudly. And if anybody asked about it or people created conversation, she would tell them my story a little bit. And that was great. So then when I relapsed in 2016 and I started again my clean time in 2017, I didn't give her the keychains again. But when I was relapsed, she would not go gamble with me. She would not encourage it. She would not tell me about it. 
She was trying to be supportive in her own way. She had created this boundary of, Bobby, I'm not going to gamble with you because I don't support your relapse. And it's okay. You know, like she had to protect herself and she was protecting me, like in her mind. And it's true because in that case, I did feel guilty. Oh, geez, mom won't go to the casino with me. I would feel guilty when I would gamble in that case because I knew she didn't want me to gamble. So I think that that was a healthy guilt. I'm not 100% sure if that's what the book means, but it was, it was good for me to feel that way. We have that friend I keep telling you about that has relapsed and he's not telling the people he needs to tell. And I'm wondering, does he feel guilty about that? I don't think he feels guilty enough to tell them. So I don't know that he has guilt. If he does, I don't have, I don't think he has enough healthy guilt. Otherwise he would confess. And again, that's just my perspective. He doesn't think that he needs to. And that's, you know, that's his choice. When we are in recovery mode, sometimes it's just so easy to see as an outsider looking in that the choices we make maybe aren't the best. And that's why I listened to my friend last night when she was telling me she didn't approve of, you know, my behavior, so to speak. And it's okay to hear her out. And now you guys know me, I'll reflect on it, digest it. And who knows, in three days from now, I may have a different answer about how I feel about it. Her, her advice or her thoughts may sink in and I may change my behavior based on the conversation. That's why it's beautiful to have people in our lives that will be honest with us and tell us the truth and help us be better human beings. It's really good to have those kind of people. And here's another thing I want to tell you. I can guarantee this. If you choose to live a life of recovery, and I don't mean just the tagline, oh, I'm in recovery because I haven't placed a bet in so-and-so days. But if you really, really choose the life, like to live your best life and to take care of yourself and create the boundaries and do what makes you happy and keep your positive bucket full, and you choose to do all those things, the kind of people that I'm talking about that will tell you the truth, that will help you, that will support you, in various ways, whether it's listening to you or telling you what, you you know, calling bullshit on you or supporting you by like how my mother did, she wouldn't go to the casino. If you quit gambling and you start working on yourself and you do all that, you're going to have those kind of people. And you're going to be amazed, amazed and so grateful that you do. And you're going to wonder, how did you ever not have relationships that is deep and meaningful before. It's another gift of that true recovery. Like I said, I don't tell you guys I can guarantee much and I tend to be a little bit gray when it comes to giving advice. Like I believe that what I say is just kind of suggestions. Like it's what worked for me or if I'm learning about something to give you options of what worked for you. But this is one thing that I will say very black and whitely. Like do the right things when it comes to yourself, everything else will just become better. It just works that way. I'm proof of it and so many other people that are doing the next right thing are proof of it. So my rant is officially over, guys. I hope that you had a beautiful weekend. I hope that you kick off your Monday stupendously. I'll be back tomorrow with another reading. We'll see how it unplays. I have a lot to look forward to this week. I'm honestly a little a little overwhelmed and a little sad. I'm supposed to be at a virtual event right now and 
even though I could see the recording, one of the things that I miss is the breakout rooms because I love connecting with the new people and learning from the new people. But I feel guilty for not being there. But I also, I would feel guilty if I was here and not taking advantage of the people, right? I don't get to see my people here that often or the people along the way on the trip. So I feel like I'm making a good decision. Does it align with my work values? Maybe not as much, but as far as my being a human and a person and whatever, those values, I'm good with it. Um, I just have to keep reminding myself. So I'm reminding myself to you. So thank you once again for listening. All right, beautiful people. Happy uh, October 5th. We'll talk to you soon.